Hey travelers, welcome to the Travel Reviews Online podcast where we are sharing reviews of places to visit and other travel tips that can come in handy on your next vacation or leisure trip. Join me for this episode and if you have any questions, feel free to reach out ctrap at gmail.com. Story ideas and guest recommendations for the podcast are also welcome. Hey travelers, it's Christoph Trapp, your host um, of the Travel Reviews podcast, episode number three coming at you. And I want to talk about flying business class on the 747 that British Airways still flies. I was just looking at some bookings the other day and they still fly the 747. Certainly there's more 777s and uh, there's still I still saw some 380s on the schedule. Uh, I had actually thought everybody had grounded the 380s so maybe that's uh, not happening anymore. Um, hopefully the 747 is still going to be flying for a little bit. At the very least, I'm going to share with you my experience, uh, how I enjoyed flying on that product. Uh, and I flew the 747 business class. So that's a four-cabin aircraft for British Airways, um, economy, premium economy, business, and first class. And first class is actually on the lower level in the point of the plane. So it's kind of cool. If you're in the first two seats, it's almost like you're looking out at the front, except there's no front window. They're like side angled windows from what I saw. I didn't get to fly first class, but I looked into it. Uh, that was actually 85,000 American airline miles to do. And I saw um, I saw that again um, later this year, a British Airways first class um, across the Atlantic Ocean. And um, the problem is the surcharges are so much. So round trip, first class on British Airways, the US to Europe and back, it's like 85 times two, so 170,000 miles. And then it's an additional $1,400 just in fees. So um, certainly you could fly for $1,400 in economy currently to Europe and back. Um, and on some routes, even premium economy. But anyway, the way I booked it, I was going to um, IBTM World in Barcelona. And on the way back, I used uh, the miles uh, on British Airways, American Airline miles. It was 57,500 miles one way uh, in business class. And again, the uh, fees were outrageous. I mean, you can book um, one way on American uh, in business class on like a 787 or 777 or whatever for um, 57,500 miles. And then it's like $50 fee one way. So $600, quite a bit more. But I did it because I um, wanted to try it. I wanted to see it. Definitely um, a worth the experience. Not sure I would do that every time when I um, do an award ticket on, on, on points. But um, I was able to to book that through American, and then I called British Airways, or maybe I uh, tweeted at them. I don't remember for sure. But I was able to get uh, what some people have called the best seat in a business class, and that's actually there's an exit row. Now, everybody has plenty of room, honestly, so it's not that. 
but it gives you a little bit more room to get out of your seat. So the seats are like, um, they face each other. Um, so you're pretty close to your neighbor. And I was flying by myself. I didn't know the person sitting next to me. And until you put up the little partition, um, you're really close to each other. It's really kind of interesting. Um, so it's not the, it's like two and two, two on one side and two on the other. Um, and I was flying in the um, the top level. So I would really recommend that. Um, you're a lot higher, obviously. Um, and there is, I don't know, maybe 10, 12, 15 seats, something like that. Um, so it's almost like you're on your own um, little private jet um, going over the Atlantic. Now, uh, it doesn't quite feel like that when you take off because 747 is huge and you're on the top. So when you look out, you can tell that you're quite a bit higher. And uh, I have to say, I, I, I wasn't necessarily a fan of that. I can tell, I can see why some people don't like that to be that high. But uh, definitely um, love the experience. Glad I was able to do it um, and glad I was able to get that seat. So um, the service, it was pretty good overall. Uh, it's a standard service. The seats are not the best um, business class seats I've ever seen. Um, certainly, they're night and day from um, 40 years ago or whatever. I mean, I remember flying business class um, in 2003, maybe. Yeah, so that's like almost 20 years ago now. And they didn't even have lie-down seats. So, of course, on the 747, you have lie-down seats, um, kind of dated, honestly. Um, but at the end of the day, you can still, you still have plenty of room. You still have plenty of space. Um, and you can still sleep. So you put that thing down. You lie down in a little footrest um, that extends for your seat. Uh, so kind of interesting how how that's put together and definitely dated. Um, but I enjoyed just being able to say I was able to fly on that plane, you know, before it's taken out of service. And like American Airlines, whom I usually fly, they don't even have it anymore. Um, Delta just retired it, I think, last year. Um, United doesn't have it. Uh, British Airways still have some. I don't know who else. Uh, Lufthansa probably. Chances that I fly Lufthansa are pretty slim um, just because they're, they're a different um, network, part of a different airline alliance. But I enjoyed it. Um, so when you board in London Heathrow, so I flew from London Heathrow to Washington Dulles Airport. Um, that was the connection. I don't know why that happened. Then I had to hop another two two flights to get home to Cedar Rapids. So I had to go, um, where did I even come from? I guess Barcelona to London, London to Dulles, Dulles to Dallas, Dallas to Cedar Rapids. So uh, quite the hop. That does happen sometimes when you use miles for a trip. But, you know, what do you do? Uh, it is what it is. So... Um, but anyway, so I did that when you when you board, um, of course, you board pretty early first class business. Um, um, so second group or whatever, or maybe it's the first group. Don't remember how British Airways breaks that out, but pretty early. And so you walk in and then you walk up. So you walk in and then you walk up um, a, a st stairs. And that's super interesting, um, especially I, sometimes I don't know how do you get your luggage up there if it's kind of heavy, right? Because we all have the roller bags and you have to carry it up um, the staircase. So that's what I did, carried it up there. Um, I only usually travel with a roller case or a backpack. Um, that was a pretty quick trip, but 
still um, had that with me. So you had to carry it up there. And um, and yeah, so I guess you can get help from the flight attendants if you can't carry uh, your own luggage uh, because typically you just roll it. But uh, that could be a problem. Also, like if I let's say I was injured or something, let's say I have um, like a sprained knee or whatever, and I can't actually walk up the steps. So that could be a problem. I don't know what they do about that. Um, or maybe they just help you. Maybe you go slower. But it was kind of interesting to go up the steps. And then you have basically two flight attendants that are helping you um, uh, the, the whole time, the whole flight, uh, whatever that was, eight hours, uh, nine hours to uh, Washington, the Washington, D.C. area. Um, the interesting thing is there's one bathroom. I think there was one or maybe two, one in the front, one in the back. And um, you actually right behind the cockpit. So kind of interesting. Um, they use the same bathroom that's right there. Um, and you're right behind the cockpit. So um, interesting to know um, that that's actually located on the second level of that huge plane. So overall, would I do it again? Probably not, just because I um, the surcharges are really um, cutting into the... Uh, finances there. But if I could tie it into some kind of um, other trip or whatever, um, you know, that's what I did in this case, uh, might be worth doing. So if, you know, like if your company or client or whatever uh, would pay the money for the economy ticket anyways, and you can fly a little cheaper for the same amount, and then you use miles, uh, that could be um, could be an option. I don't know how much the cash ticket would have cost. I don't remember that. I'm guessing it's probably um, you know, a few thousand dollars, three, three to eight or something like that, three to nine maybe. Um, so I know that's a wide range, but definitely enjoyed the experience and um, yeah, would, would do it again. Thanks for listening. I'm Christoph Trapp. Uh, I run travelreviews.online. I hope you check out the website and thank you for listening to the podcast. Until next time.